We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to Transformative Principle. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about one of the things we do in education to kind of shoot ourselves in the foot. And, um, you know, I'm kind of going ad lib here. So if you, uh, if you got some thoughts or comments, feel free to let me know. Um, one of the things that I, that's been like brewing in the back of my mind, that's just really frustrating to me is the, uh, savior complex that many teachers have. And I'm not going to say all, and I'm not going to say most, but there are many educators that have this savior complex that without us, these kids would just not know what to do. The families would not know what to do. I'm going to illustrate it um, a, in a couple of different ways. Um, one time I had a teacher come and talk to me um, about um, some kids with um, with students with disabilities. And she just went on and on about how the um those students were struggling so much and it was such a tragedy and so unfortunate and all of this stuff and um and then you know that was you know a little bit of like just complaining and then she switched it into this idea of basically if it wasn't for me these kids would have nothing in their life no good thing in their life and me being her, not not me, Jethro. So I just um, thought that was really interesting. And um, I don't think she knew that my daughter has Down syndrome and um, is, you know, basically one of the kids that she was talking about. And she was basically saying that all of those kids that have special needs are um, come from bad homes and school is the only structure for them and... And all that. And I, you know, I just really got bothered by that because that's just not true. So the second thing um, that where I've experienced this is when 
when I've talked about doing home visits and going and visiting kids at home is such a powerful thing. And one of the things that people um, talked about, and I may have even said this myself in the beginning, um, is that when I bring that up, then people say, oh, yeah, so you can go see what their home life is like and really start to like have empathy with how difficult it must be for them to um, come to school because of their difficult home life. And, and my response to that is, no, we're not going to see how awful these kids' lives are and how we can save them. We're going to let the kids know that we care about them as individuals and we care about them enough that we're actually going to take time out of our lives to go to their home and just say, we're glad you're here and you matter and we can't wait for you to come to school. So, um, so those are just two examples. And, um, so instead of just coming on and complaining about our savior complex as educators, I have some solutions for how we can overcome that. Number one, don't judge our parents or our students. It is not worth it. And they don't need your judgment. They need your care, your compassion, your understanding, your appreciation. If you see someone that's not living their life how you think they should live it or making decisions that you would not make, just just go ahead and stop right there. And and don't do anything more than that. Recognize that you're judging them and then don't. And it's not worth it because when you judge them, you create this story in your mind of what's going on and it makes it really hard for you to see anything but that. And so I would encourage you to not judge. So that's number one. Number two, have positive intentions and assume positive intentions. This is something that Melinda Miller talked about in a old, old episode of Transformative Principle, probably episode like 30 or something. It was a long time ago. Um, but she said that she leaves with positive intentions. And I, I really loved that approach because she always assumed the best about people. And I've really tried hard to implement that in my life ever since then. So we need to assume that every parent is doing the best they can with the skills they've got. And we don't know their story. We don't, we don't know what's going on in their life. So we shouldn't make up a story for them. So for example, I've worked in many Title I schools or schools with many low-income students. And, um, and one of the things that you have to do in those schools is um, engage the parents and do parent engagement activities. And that's always a struggle because those parents are traditionally not engaged, which is why there's a requirement that we do parent engagement activities. So, um, so you know, you do that. Now, one of the things that we found is that people would start telling us why parents were not participating more. And I felt like we as educators pretty much just made excuses for why we weren't successful. And, um, so we asked the question, you know, why aren't parents involved? And then we start getting this um, this dialogue of other educators saying that parents aren't involved because, in, insert whatever reason you want, 
But one of the ones that, that we heard often was that parents are busy working three different jobs and that's why they can't, can't engage in, in school. And I always was bothered by that because how do we know they're working three different jobs if they're not engaging with us? The reality is we don't know. And so, again, we are making these assumptions and that's not leading with positive intentions. And I guess maybe that is trying a little bit to lead with positive intentions, but because we're giving them the benefit of the doubt, oh, they must be working hard instead of saying they're lazy, which is better than saying they're lazy, but it's still making up a story for them that may not necessarily be true. So instead of making up these stories, we need to find out, connect with them, talk with them, and figure out what's preventing them from coming. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, they're not coming because we are judging them and thinking that we're their family saviors. And that's that would be a good reason for someone to not come. Now, again, I'm not making up that story for anybody. I'm just saying that could be a thing. And with that, I think the other part that we need to to recognize is, as I said it before, but parents are doing the best they can with the skills they've got. And, you know, my wife and I have kids and we do the very best that we can. It's not like we sit there and say, gosh, how can I make my child's life more difficult? I don't think any parents really do that. I think the parents are doing the very best that they can with whatever skills that they have. No parent wants to be a bad parent or a failure. And I just don't think that that, that exists. And, and I feel like sometimes we as educators push that our own mindset on others, that they're not an educator, so they can't possibly be as good as us. And again, not all of us do this, but enough do that it just you notice it. And I know that pe- that parents would notice it as well. So that leads me to the number three thing, which is recognize the good that people are doing and find things that they're doing well and recognize them for it. And when you see a parent who has just come through something difficult with their child or um, is going through something difficult with their child, tell them how great a job they're doing because they're really doing the best that they know how to do. And there's nothing there that they that they are doing on purpose to hurt their kids um, most of the time, like 99% of the time. People do not try to hurt their kids. So those are my three ideas for how to help us overcome the savior complex. Number one, don't judge. Number two, have positive intentions. And number three, recognize the good that parents are doing. So those are my three thoughts. I'd love to hear your thoughts and your response. And if you think I'm wrong, let me know that as well. I'd love to hear it. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? 
you need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE.